In this bulletin, Australia's foreign and defence ministers to host their New Zealand counterparts in Melbourne today. The Australian government announces new sanctions against the Myanmar military regime. And in sport, new concussion guidelines have been introduced to help protect Australia's grassroots athletes. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Sam Dover. Foreign Minister Penny Wong and Defence Minister Richard Miles are set to host their New Zealand counterparts in Melbourne today. The inaugural Australia-New Zealand Foreign and Defence Minister's consultations, known as ANSMIN, aims to bolster the security relationship between the two countries. It is the first time the ministers have met since the change of government in New Zealand last year. New Zealand Foreign Minister Winston Peters told Sky News he is interested in learning more about Australia's defence relationship with Britain and the United States, known as AUKUS. But we're here to find out much more as to how we can uh, understand it and potentially be seriously part of it. And the Australian government has announced new targeted sanctions on five entities directly linked to the Myanmar military regime. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says this decision comes as a response to the regime's persistent repression of the people of Myanmar, escalating violence and the overall deterioration of the political, humanitarian and security situation in the country. The two banks facilitating the regime's activities, Myanmar Foreign Trade Bank and Myanmar Investment and Commercial Bank, will face targeted financial sanctions. Additionally, three entities responsible for supplying jet fuel to the Myanmar military, Asia Sun Group, Asia Sun Trading Co. Limited, and Cargo Link Petroleum Logistics Co. Limited, will also be subject to similar financial restrictions. Meanwhile, the United Nations has rejected calls from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to shut down the main aid provider to Palestinians in Gaza. Mr Netanyahu told a group of ambassadors to the United Nations that Hamas has infiltrated the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, or UNRWA, following Israel's claims that 12 of their employees allegedly participated in the 7th of October Hamas attacks. Those allegations prompted several countries, including Australia, to freeze funding to the agency, which fired nine of the workers ahead of an investigation. UNRWA says the agency, which employs 13,000 workers in Gaza and is a lifeline for the up to 1.9 million Gazans who have been displaced by the conflict, should not be punished for the alleged actions of a dozen employees. Jan Egeland, former head of the UN Humanitarian Agency and current secretary-general of the Norwegian Refugee Council, says defunding UNRWA would be catastrophic for Palestinians. Defunding UNRWA is, means a collapse of humanitarian work among Palestinian women and children in their hour of greatest need when they're un, under this relentless, indiscriminate bombardment and when there is so little capacity for humanitarian relief. And back in Australia, St Vincent's Hospital has apologised to the victim of a shark attack after gruesome images of her injury appeared on social media that appeared to be shot in the emergency department. Lauren O'Neill was badly wounded when a shark bit her on the leg while she was swimming near a jetty at Elizabeth Bay in Sydney's eastern suburbs on Monday evening. 
Images emerged this morning of Ms O'Neill's bloodied leg while she was receiving emergency medical treatment. St Vincent's has issued a statement saying it takes patient privacy obligations extremely seriously and is investigating the issue as a matter of priority. Ms O'Neill yesterday asked for privacy after thanking medical staff and all who had come to her aid. And in sport, new concussion guidelines to help protect Australia's grassroots athletes have been introduced. The guidelines announced today by sports and medical officials include a return to sport protocol, which aims to ensure a minimum three-week break between a concussion and the resumption of competitive contact or collision sport. The guidelines developed in collaboration between the Australian Institute of Sport, Sports Medicine Australia and several others have used the most up-to-date evidence-based information on concussion for athletes, parents, teachers, coaches and healthcare practitioners. I'm Sam Dover and that is the latest from the SBS newsroom.